Oh, baby, it's the divisional playoff round. Today, we're giving you advanced stats to help you dominate DFS and player props, including a reason to go all in on Travis Kelsey. Welcome, everybody. Today is Friday, January 15th. You're listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5. You can follow and stream us on Spotify. I'm Dave Richard. I'm joined by Jacob Gibbs of Sportsline. Three stats, three props. Let's get into it. Stat number one is about Alvin Kamara, the Saints passing game. Kamara's receiving line is set at 35 and a half yards on William Hill. Jacob, how do you feel about that one? I love that. Yeah, I think there's a ton of value there. I think you smashed the over on that. The Bucks have a great defense, but I think a lot of the blitz packages that they use to frustrate opposing offenses this year is they're not necessarily going to be effective against Drew Brees. And we saw that during the regular season too. And it's backed up by the fact that New Orleans has the second highest implied team total of any team in action this week at 27 and a half points. So the Bucks rank second in pressure rate and fifth in blitz rate in 2020. And the defensive scheme just naturally leads to shorter passing. Uh, their opponent's 7.1 yard average depth of target was the third lowest in the NFL. Only the Jets, Patriots, Jaguars, and Texans allowed a higher completion percentage on passes that traveled 10 air yards or less. So they really don't care if you beat them with a short yardage game. Uh, that's kind of what their defense forces offenses to do. So if you have a quarterback who can read the blitz, can get the ball out quickly, um, he has a chance against his Stevens. And even better, if his offense has uh, the short air yardage after the catch type receivers for him to dump to. And I'm sure by now you've realized that we're just describing the Saints offense right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, the only quarterback with a better passer rating than Drew Brees when blitzed in 2020 was Patrick Mahomes. So the blitz is not going to work on him. And the player who Brees relied most heavily um, upon when blitzed was Alvin Kamara. Only Devontae Adams and Darren Waller were targeted at a higher rate when their quarterback was blitzed in 2020. And then on top of that, the Bucs saw the second most opponent uh, RB targets per game in 2020 and no team allowed RB catches at a higher rate. So it really just all adds up to a big game for Kamara, especially as a receiving option. And simpler stats, he's had at least five catches against Tampa Bay in eight career matchups, including five catches in each of the two previous matchups this season. I like that line. I think that that's good. Stat number two about the Ravens rushing attack. So on William Hill, Lamar Jackson's line is 74 and a half rushing yards. J.K. Dobbins, his rushing line is 60 and a half yards. We looking at overs or unders for those, Jacob? I think you could go over on, on each of those. It's a little bit risky with Dobbins, but yeah, this stat's a lot more simple. The Bills allow the six most yards before contact per rush in 2020, and they face a Ravens offense that leads the entire NFL in yards before contact by a wide margin. Uh, only Kyler Murray had a higher opponent adjusted yards before contact rate than Lamar Jackson in 2020, and J.K. Dobbins led all running backs in that metric. Um, so it's not about schedule. That's opponent adjusted. They're just great. Their offensive line is great at creating yards before the defense gets there. And uh, that's something the Bills have struggled with all year. Uh, Dobbins did only play 50% of the snaps last week, saw only nine carries. The guy said it's eight. So he's not somebody I would use in anything but like large field tournaments. Um, and, and his line is a little bit risky. Um, but if, if looking for upside, especially in DFS, I think uh, both Dobbins and Lamar stand out as guys that could go a little bit under-owned. Jackson's over is one of my favorite props of the week. 80-plus rushing yards from him in five of his past six games. The Ravens have just basically let him loose. Now, I know that Travis Kelsey is going to be popular in DFS, and everybody's interested in figuring. They're probably leaning toward taking the over no matter what the prop is when it comes to Travis Kelsey. Are are you loving his lines? You can snag him at 7.5 receptions, 89.5 yards. Where's your head at here? I like the over on both of those, and I like him in DFS quite a bit as well. Uh, people don't need us to tell them, you know, play Travis Kelsey this week. The right. Chiefs are implied for 34 points against the Browns. It's a full touchdown higher than the next closest mark this weekend. So people don't need us to tell them to play Travis Kelsey. But just in case you were considering fading him at DFS, here's why I think you should not. Browns are one of just seven teams that use zone coverage over 70% of the time in 2020, which just naturally results 
and more targets for tight ends and running backs. And that's definitely held true for the Chiefs this year. Uh, Tyree Kill and Kelsey both had a 23% target per route run rate versus man coverage in 2020, but Kelsey's rate rose to 26% while Hills fell to 22%. Not only did he outproduce Hill when facing zone coverage, he actually led all qualified pass catchers in the NFL in yards per route run versus zone coverage. Wow. Uh, the Chiefs only faced two teams that used zone coverage at least 70% of the time this season. But in those games, Kelsey averaged 13 targets and 125 receiving yards. So, yeah, definitely smash the over on those props against Cleveland. Jacob, great, great stuff. Thank you so much for that. And thank you for listening to Fantasy Football Today in 5, your audio outlet for fantasy news and advice in five minutes or fewer. If you enjoyed the pod, be sure to follow on Spotify or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 